What is up, my beautiful people? Let me introduce myself. My name is Keisha. I'm a metaphysical B-girl baddie mindset coach for all women who are trying to evolve into the life that is meant for you. I will guide you into your abilities to tap into your divine power that will fuel your desires for personal growth. Welcome to the Baddie Activation Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Baddie Activation Podcast. It's your girl, Keisha. Thank you all for the love and support on the podcast. I so appreciate it. And if you have not done so, please subscribe and follow the podcast. It really does have an impact. So let me tell you, your girl has been getting tested by the universe. You know, I talked about a couple weeks ago with my brother with his health scare. And thank goodness he's doing, oh my gosh, he's doing so good. It's freaking like awesome to see, um, just to see his healing and to see where he's at today. Like awesome. Well, then a couple days ago, my mom got into a car accident. Now she's okay. You know, she did have to spend a couple nights in the hospital. Um, she does have some fractured bones and she's at home now recovering. Um, it does seem like it's going to be a little bit of a journey for her recovery. And, you know, my mom is someone who she does a lot for a lot of people, especially me and my kids. Like, oh my gosh, like, let me talk about number one Nana. Like, the lady does everything for her grandkids. Like, she's so freaking awesome. But she's going to have to take a pause and really just focus on herself and be patient with her healing because it's going to take time. And she's someone who is just always on the go, go, go. So it's going to be a challenge for her. But the good thing is she has a good support system. She has me and my brother. We'll be there. We'll be here to you know help her out and just get her through this. And I know for a fact that she'll be back to you know her normal self here um, very soon. So definitely want to just send out lots and lots of love um, to my mom. You know, having the situation with my brother and now my mom, it just got me really thinking. Um, I follow this motivational speaker, Les Brown. Honestly, he was probably the first person I started listening to years ago. He's freaking awesome. And I remember him saying this statement of, you know, he was talking about people who sometimes step into the victim mode, right? Like when bad shit happens, because let's be honest, bad shit happens to everyone, that a lot of times it's it's easy for us to kind of to step into that victim mode and say the things like, well, why me? You know, why is this happening to me? And something that he says that's really been resonating with me, you know, these past few days is, well, if not you, then who? And I just love that statement, right? If not you, then who? Because that's right. It's like, I wouldn't wish the things that I've been going through on anyone, right? Like this is just, this is what I'm meant to go through. And, you know, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm able to take this stuff in and really understand what's going on and just process through it and just try to find the best solution possible and keep it moving, you know? So that's what I've been doing. Like I've been just staying, you know, clear headed, especially with my mom you know, talking to her doctors, trying to get everything set up for her, helping her with appointments, and just really being there for her as much as she is here for me and my family. So, you know, it's time to kind of switch the role up a little bit and just really be her support system while she gets through this. So definitely sending her lots and lots of love. 
All right, so the podcast jam is Keep On by D-Train. Again, it's Keep On by D-Train. There are two lines in the song that stood out to me this week. So this week's topic is going to be about abundance, okay? So the first line in the song is, The sky is the limit. And the second line is, Through the strength of your mind, you can be set free. So both of those lines really remind me of the belief of abundance, Now, honestly, there are other good lines in that song, so definitely check out the song from beginning to end. All right, so let's get this podcast popping. Abundance isn't just about money. It's about mindset. I know that we hear a lot about the abundance money mindset, and yes, 100% that is a thing. It's another level of abundance that deserves its own episode, so definitely stay tuned for that. So I want to start with just talking about what exactly is abundance. I believe that our mindset comes down to a choice. When we think about abundance, it comes down to us directing our energy towards something. So for example, let's say love. And we get to choose if there's a lack of love or an abundance of love. Abundance also means that there's enough resources and success to share with one another. I love that concept. So I think about what a baddie is, right? So we've talked about this in other episodes. A baddie is someone who, you know, we manage our minds. We practice forgiveness. We heal old wounds. We get rid of old programming. We rewire limiting beliefs. We practice self-love. We live the life that we are meant to live. We connect to our higher self. We remove self-doubt. And we have an abundance mindset. So the dictionary says abundance means a very large quantity of something. But in a spiritual context, the notion of abundance is less about material conditions and more about an appreciation of life in its fullness, joy, and the strength of our mind, body, and soul. It's the ability to tap into our deepest inner self while allowing the universe to provide our needs. Now, that would be the best definition um, that I can come up with around spiritual abundance. So we are all spiritual beings. Whether you're religious or you do something spiritual on a daily basis or not, you have a spiritual side. And some people define their spirituality with a religion, while others believe that our connection to the world around us and nature defines that side of us. Now, one way is not better than the other. Attracting abundance and attracting prosperity are basically the same thing. So the first step to achieving them is by believing that it's possible. For some, this can be the hardest thing to learn about spiritual abundance because we've been conditioned to believe that it's so difficult to get anywhere in life. Positive thinking and positive visualization follows the principle that if you picture something and believe that it's possible, you can make it happen in your life. It's necessary, it's necessary to learn to do this, especially when it comes to our success, our financial situation, and any situation in our lives that we want to change with spiritual abundance. If you cannot picture yourself with a large bank account, with your bills all paid, with no debt or reduced debt, then you won't attract those things to you. So however, abundance can be yours if you learn to first decide what it is that you want and then decide it can be yours. This concept goes back to what I mentioned earlier about abundance being a mindset. So think about it. If your thoughts are constantly thinking about lack, 
then that's what you're going to see and feel more of. So you can't work against abundance. You have to believe and have abundant thoughts. So I've heard of some people writing a check to themselves. Actually, um, Jim Carrey shares this story a lot. Um, he talks about when he first started, um, he you know first started in Hollywood. He had wrote a, a million dollar check to him, and he kept that in his wallet. So this process, you know, it works, right? So focus on a check. So write a check out to you. Write a paper check. And write it for whatever amount of money that you want it for, right? So focus on the check and what it means. And frequently look at that check and think about what it is that it means to you. So you learn to believe that you will have this dollar amount or what it is that you're trying to obtain with that money. So that's the key. Like, Don't get so focused on the dollar amount. Also focus on what it's trying to bring to you. Because I guarantee you, you're going to get one of those two. So the law of abundance basically teaches you to tap into the power of your mind and your beliefs to achieve your dreams. Positive thinking and visualization amplifies what it is that you're trying to manifest. So the concept that everything starts in our mind is the magical key for abundance. Our thoughts create our emotions. The quality of our thoughts matter. So another factor that I believe is important when living an abundant life is love. So I know you're asking, what does love have to do with abundance? So because the more you love yourself, the more you want to be around love. And love is like the highest frequency that you can give off and receive. So the more you love yourself, the less you want to be around toxic people. And you don't want to be around places that don't make you feel good. The more you love yourself, the more beauty you will see around you. Abundance is about feeling self-sufficient and not wanting things for the sake of wanting them. So this was a lesson that I learned. Now, what I'm going to share with you is pretty fucking embarrassing, but whatever, right? I used to have a handbag addiction, right? So I know that sounds super silly and trust me it is. I can 100% make fun of myself when it comes to this. So I used to buy or want purses for the wrong reasons. And I'm talking about like name brand purses, those fancy purses, right? Because I thought that a new purse or a designer purse would make me feel a certain way or make me stand out to others. Now, let me not get this twisted because there's nothing wrong with buying designer purses or wanting them or buying nice things. But make sure your intention is pure because my old intention was not. So I used to come from a place of lack, thinking that this purse was going to fill some void. Because I was coming from lack, the universe gave me more lack, meaning I was never happy with the new purse I got. Literally, I would buy a purse and a few weeks later, I'd buy another one. I just kept buying. And another silly thing that I would do is like, I would buy the purse, I would get it, and or even before I got the purse, I would be looking on the internet for like the next purse. Like I hadn't even got I haven't even got the purse that I just bought. Like it was fucking ridiculous. So I will say that one of my first lessons that I learned when COVID first hit was I needed to stop wasting my money on stuff that I didn't need. So all of a sudden spending my money on new bags, it felt different. So what I started to do was look around at my collection and realize that I had an abundance of purses and I needed to start being happy with what I had. 
It was at that moment when my addiction to buying handbags without intention stopped for me. Now, I will still buy a new bag here and there, but my intentions now are coming from a better place. So my example was handbags. We all have our own example. When we're always looking for what's missing, we miss the opportunity to see what we have now in the present moment. So it's time to trade in the fear of I don't have enough for the faith that more will always come into our life. The reality is when you focus on lack, you bring more lack into your life. So let me talk about a few examples of what an abundance mindset is not, which is a scarcity mindset. A couple of indicators that you have a scarcity mindset is you play the victim. You're blaming others for your situation rather than taking action and and wanting to change it. Another indicator is that you're jealous of others. You're focusing on what others have and comparing it to yourself. And I've been there, right? So I'm not just saying this stuff, you know, I've actually experienced some of this shit. Another indicator is saying things such as, I can't afford this, or I'm broke, I don't have enough money, or thinking that this is as good as it's going to get. That may be in a relationship or even in your career. And you may not be where you want to be in those areas, but you're settling. So all of these examples focus on lack. Basically, a scarcity mindset is thinking small, focusing on lack, and being afraid of change. Now, I know that that is not you. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're wanting to learn more about how to live a more abundant life. I know that we can't control the patterns or lessons that our parents pass down to us. And I know that our parents were just doing the best that they knew how. But it's our, respons- it's our responsibility to shift those lessons if they are not serving us. So for example, for me, I grew up with some amazing parents who I know loved me so much, but they never taught me about money. That was something that I had to learn on my own, and honestly, I'm still learning about it. Now, I'm not mad at them for that, and I take ownership of teaching myself about money now, but I also want to break that pattern and have recently started to talk more openly about money with my kids. Now, an abundance mindset believes that we control our reality, that we are constantly growing and evolving. With an abundance mindset, you realize that there are many levels to your life. There are levels of more happiness and joy and success in our lives. An abundance mindset believes that there is more than enough to go around. That is why we wouldn't feel jealous of others. When I first started to think about creating this podcast and jumping into the coaching space, For just a tiny moment, I had the thought of, well, there's already lots of podcasts out there and so many great coaches in this space, who am I? But I stopped that thought and remembered that there are over 7 billion people in the world. There's enough space in this world for me to do what it is I want to do. I now look at other podcasters and coaches as inspiration. An abundance mindset always believes that the universe will provide what it is you need. When you start to trust this approach, you stop worrying about your worries. Now, if, you're, if you stress about something, that stress creates resistance and blocks the thing that you're trying to manifest. So instead, try to relax and breathe and be patient. And I know being patient is very hard for some people and I'm, it, it was definitely hard for me. I'm still working on my patience. But I know, you know, I know what you're thinking. Well, what if I don't have the money to pay my bills, right? 
So what, what I'm saying is that by coming from a clear and relaxed approach and trusting that the universe has your back, that calmness and faith will allow you to be more in a solution-based mindset, meaning that you can think of ways to get the money that you need to pay your bills. Now listen, I'm not trying to sell you a fantasy of believing in abundance magically creates money or X, Y, and Z. Abundance is a co-creation. So let me share another story with you. A few weeks ago, I wanted to buy a couple of online courses. Now, they were, you know, they were expensive. And I knew that the courses would benefit my business. But I wasn't quite ready to drop that type of money on the courses. So I thought about them for, you know, a few days, a couple weeks. And I knew that I was going to have to spend some money on them. And that, and I started to feel resistance about dropping the money on the courses. So that's why I, you know, it, it literally I'm like thinking about it for weeks, right? So then I started to look at the, and I started to look at it as an investment into myself and the business. Um, I basically had to just talk myself into spending the money and buying the courses. So finally, when I was ready to make the purchase, guess what? The courses were 50% off. Oh my gosh, I felt like I hit the jackpot. So I know that I didn't get them for free or anything, but I paid less money than what I was expecting to pay. In that moment, I felt like the universe had my back and helped me out with my money. So let me ask you this. If given the option to either stress or relax, which one are you going to choose? By being in a relaxed state of mind, the thoughts that you, the thoughts that you need will start to come to you. So something that I will say that helps with an abundance mindset is meditation. Meditation helps you quiet the mind and helps create a more peaceful mindset, which helps with creating more impactful thoughts. All right, so let's talk about some ways to adopt an abundance mindset. So I have nine tricks for you. Number one, becoming aware of your thoughts. What is your self-talk sounding like? Are you co-creating with the universe or working in the opposite? Meaning you want more money, but your thoughts are saying that you're broke. Try to journal your thoughts so you can take inventory of what you're thinking. There's something very powerful about the pen to paper process and seeing the thoughts on paper. This method will really help you start to get to the root cause of some of your thoughts. And again, don't be afraid to question your thoughts. Start to get rid of those thoughts that are not serving you. When releasing negative thoughts, it's very important that you replace the negative thought with the positive thought. So for example, the thought of I'm not worthy, replace that with I am worthy. And just imagine how your abundance will flow to you once you step into your worthiness. Number two. Practice gratitude. Listen, gratitude isn't just something that we practice on Thanksgiving. Gratitude is a lifestyle. So a trick that I've utilized for a while now is anytime I feel lack, and listen, I'm not perfect, I still feel lack at times. When I do, I take a breath and I start to practice gratitude. Or I'll read my gratitude journal. One of the many benefits of a gratitude journal or just a journal is reading your old entries. It will immediately change how you're feeling in that moment and place a smile on your face and make your heart feel good. So gratitude releases that resistance and taps into abundance. Number three, recognize that there are unlimited possibilities. I love that concept. So we have to see it and believe it. We have to be open to those possibilities presenting themselves to us. 
if someone if something doesn't work out for us look at that as a lesson and a redirection for us so i recently had a client who lost his job now at face value this type of situation is horrible when he told me about it i honestly think i was more stressed out about it than he was but his mindset and feelings towards this was so freaking awesome he had me stunned by his reaction i literally thought he would fall apart like i'm not even lying He accepted it for what it was, owned his mistakes, and said that when one door closes, another door will open. So he has an amazing resume and is very skilled in his career. So I know for a fact that he will not have an issue finding another job. It all came down to his mindset on the situation. He saw that lesson in it and will do better in the future. Plus, with his profession, there are unlimited possibilities for him. When something is moved from our space, We have to realize that there's a reason for that and we have the space for something new and bigger for us. In fact, I just heard from him a couple days ago and he already has a new job and it's a better job. All right, so number four, share your passion and purpose and be proactive. Pursue your passions and desires. I know that we can get so caught up with what society has programmed into us, working a nine to five, making sure we have a retirement account, making others rich. But what about what it is that we really want to do? There's so many people in the world who have turned their passions into careers or at least a form of income. Talking about your passions with others helps bring them into fruition. Do things that bring you joy. We all need more joy in our life. Number five, have positive self-talk, which is such an important rule to live by. If you tell yourself that you can't afford this, then what you're doing is blocking the possibility that you can afford it. If you're telling yourself that you're going to be single forever, then again, you're blocking yourself from a relationship. Our self-talk goes immediately to our subconscious mind, and it will find a way to make those statements true for you. On the other hand, if the statements are positive, your subconscious mind will find a way to bring those statements true. What you think about, you bring about. So practice self-compassion towards yourself. Number six, focus on self-development. That is what life is all about, evolution. It's about releasing the limiting beliefs, dismantling the blocks that are standing in our way, strengthening our mindset, working on becoming the person that we are meant to be, and not being afraid for wanting that. I know that sometimes we can feel guilty for wanting more in our lives. So before I started to really get super serious about my personal growth, you know, I had and still have a great life. I have a great family. I have my health. I have a great corporate job. But there was something inside of me that wanted more. I knew that I was capable of more. It's not that I wasn't happy with what I have. It's that I know there's more out there for me. It goes back to the abundance mindset, meaning that there is unlimited source of whatever it is that you desire. The more you value yourself and your special gifts, the the more that you can bring those into the world and less that you'll feel the need to compare yourselves to others. Comparing ourselves to others is the thing that will stop our growth immediately. So be committed to being the best version of yourself and living to your full potential every single day. Number seven, being open to learning more. Adopting a forever student mindset will get you so far in your personal and your business life. I will say that this approach has always helped me climb the career ladder at my corporate job. 
This is the thing. I was a horrible student back in the school days. If only I had the passion for learning that I have now back then, I would have been a kick-ass student. But that wasn't my path then. Now I'm constantly consuming education in different formats. I love to read and that wasn't always the case. I'm always reading a book or listening to a book. My intention this year is to read a new book every month. If I can make that two books a month, then that's going to be awesome. In addition to reading, I listen to YouTube videos, podcasts, like I always have something playing in my ear. I'll take online courses if they're going to benefit my growth. Then there's the teacher in me where, excuse me, when I learn something, I like to reteach it back. That may look like a podcast that I record or maybe a presentation or a course. So being able to reteach the information that you learn helps you to continue to digest the information. There's always another level of growth that you can step into. Learning things helps with that. Number eight, be optimistic. Our attitude towards life is everything. If you walk around grumpy and full of complaints, Think about how your life is going to be. Think about what you're going to be attracting because misery loves company. On the other hand, if you walk around joyful and happy, that is what you're going to attract into your life. The challenge with this mindset, being optimistic, right, is how do you react to negative situations? It's easy, oh, 100% easy to be optimistic when, when things are going good. But when things are going bad, tapping into your optimism turns into a superpower. So a negative situation is really going to test your optimistic capability. I know in the moment of a negative situation, it may be hard to find the good or the lesson. I've recently been practicing this approach more in my life. I believe that everything happens for me, not to me. By having this type of mindset, it has allowed me to come out of negative situations sooner than later. So you still have to process your emotions. That's not something that you can just turn off. Processing your emotions is a very important step. Being able to go through the shit, take a moment to reflect, find the lesson or even the concept of it, that's, that was the best thing that could have happened to me. So think about it. If you take a moment and look back at some of your shitty moments, you can see that needed to happen in order to get to get to where you're at now. Number nine. Oh, I love this one. Think even bigger. Imagination is not something that only kids have. We need to tap back into that magic. The sky is the limit. You can use this concept when you get redirected from the universe, meaning when one door closes, another door opens, and usually that new door has more possibilities for us. So if you can dream it, you can achieve it. It's time to not be afraid of our desires, our goals, or our dreams. If we get a thought to do something or create something that's in alignment with who we are wanting to be, we have to go for it. Remove the resistance and allow your desires to come alive. My closing thoughts today. Now, I'm not saying that life is all about the good. Yes, we are going to experience the bad. But with an abundance mindset, we know that the next level of our life is going to be good. All right. Until next time, fam. Peace, love, and unity.